Good evening, welcome back to Complete Waffle, the podcast. And oh, have we got a special have we got a special guest this week? We do have a special guest. His name is Mr. David Boy. Yeah, that that's me. Uh, Mr. David Boy himself. Uh, what a cool name. Yeah, I know. Uh, the cool address, which if you watched episode one, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you, all, you all don't know because um, they, they failed at doxing me. Yeah, um, we were going to dox you, but then we kind of went, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah. He lives in a house, if you want to know. He, he yeah, that, 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 is, that, that is true. I do, in fact, live in a house. That's semi-doxing, if you class that. With a front door. It is semi-doxing, because I live in a semi-detached house. Ooh, ho, ho. <laughs> right, before we Max dox you any further. <laughs> <laughs> so, how have, you, how have you been during this lockdown? This, 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 no, you know, just been, just been vibing. You know, it just, just is what it is. You know, it is today, what it is. IKEA opened today. Uh, we're supposed to, supposed to go to IKEA today. Uh, then we saw on the news uh, the video of like a thousand people queuing outside Birmingham IKEA. And so that was a no like, Yeah, mum was like, "We're not going to IKEA today, David." And I was a bit sad because. Because I wanted to go to IKEA. I love. I what love were you going to buy from IKEA, David? I, I mean, we had this conversation yesterday, didn't we, Sphere? When, when <laughs> we you did. Sh- when you shared an exciting anecdote about IKEA bookshelves, <laughs> because I, I myself, am going to go buy some IKEA bookshelves. The IKEA Billy, to be precise. Oh, according to, according to the IKEA website, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. IKEA Billy is sold on average around the world once every fifteen seconds. Uh, the yeah. world's most popular bookcase. So they named after like a BTEC version of me. Um, that's no, quite it's Billie Eilish, of course. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Billie Eilish. What makes this bookcase so special? Oh, it's, just so, it's just so so affordable and yet so versatile. It's you know? very convenient. Did you know you always say a home is not complete without a Billy? You know. <laughs> now that, that my can... IKEA bookshelf was a bit silly. It was a silly Billy because. Um, <laughs> I bought it for my own level folders and it came in the post and I was very extremely excited and I went to put it off my room so I could put all my books on that had just been lying around the floor and I built it and it was a struggle for me. I'm not a natural builder but when I built it, my books didn't even fit on it so... Now you've just got a bookcase. <laughs> that has no use. <laughs> so that really was a shame, bit of a silly billy. Silly billy, very silly billy. Will your books fit on your bookshelf, David? Uh, they will, because I already have an IKEA Billy, but uh, the bottom shelf's kind of kind of collapsed after many years of use. You do know you so, can just buy replacement shelves, so, right? No, but it, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, I can, but also the one I, I currently have is, is an oak veneer, oh. you know? Oh. And, and but both of you have visited my abode and know that, that my room <laughs> is, just, is just the... The epitome of modernity, you know, and, and oak oak veneer is not really a, uh, it's not a modernist really, vibe. It's not so really clash. I, so I I just want plain white uh, bookshelves. A plain white um, belly. No, exactly, nowadays that's a, a bit dangerous, but, you know. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say in the in the current climate. You can get a plain grey belly to match your bed sheets, you know, or tie your room together. I mean, I could, but. I don't know. I feel like I have a bit too much grey in my room though, because I have the grey bed sheets, grey bed, grey carpet, grey desk, grey walls, apart from one blue wall. 
Um, well, I mean, if I if I was in so, that room, that would literally be like it would reflect my personality. Yeah, it's very yeah, it bland, <laughs> very grey. It's drab, yeah. It's drab. If your room was pointless. a spice, it would be flour. Flour, that that well-known spice. Oh, um, very. That was that was the height of the Portuguese spice trade, if I remember rightly. <laughs> that may well be the whitest thing I've ever heard anyone say. Could be worse. Could well, be mayonnaise. I don't understand mayonnaise. I do not understand it. It's just eggs I, mixed with I eggs. Don't, I don't understand it, but, but it's grim. Egg I can salad. have mayonnaise sandwich. It's just egg squared. I don't understand why anyone would want that. Egg salad is is egg cubed. I don't like that thought. It, it was probably it was probably created by an American. Yeah, you know, in America they have aerosol <laughs> cans of spray on cheese. And they and they say that our cuisine is very how messed up basic. is that? How messed up is that? Imagine saying, "Oh, mum, can I have a cheese sandwich," and she 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 gets she gets no the worries, bread, son. And, uh, and she pulls out a can and shakes it up and just sprays your cheese onto your bread. So you come home from a long day, you just want to have have some food, you know, some something <laughs> sustainable, something that will you know you know relieve you of the stress. You know, you bite into it, it's like mm, heaven, luxurious. I'm in <laughs> Paris. And you go and you're like, Mum, could you just make us a cheese toasty? And she's like, Yeah, sure. Wax two pieces of toast um, on your plate. Like, okay. So you're like, she gets oh, out Mom, the can. I actually asked for for cheese on toast, not for not for toast. Just pulls out the can. Pulls out <laughs> it's, the like, can. it's like, there you go, son. You yeah. make fun of it, right? But Don't tell me you've tried it. I've tried cheese puree. And that was absolutely horrendous. That's just mozzarella. And surely it can't be worse than that. I mean, I like to. Oh, I saw this on Twitter the other day, uh, and it outraged <laughs> me, like like many things I see on Twitter. Oh yeah. Um, but but so it got me thinking. It started a little enlightenment in my head, and I thought, what are, what are, what are the, the most sinful cheese products we have here in the, uh, in, the in in the good old United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland? You know, and I thought the cheese string. Is a strong contender for the most sinful cheese product. The simple in this cheese country. product. It's quite simple. a good one, though. I quite like a good cheese. No, 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 it's not, everyone likes it. Everyone likes it, but everyone knows that it's grim. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're, I think they're literally made for children. So, like, you know, the little Satan cretins <laughs> themselves have something like that tastes like home. For the hell spawn. For the hell spawn, and by the time they've grown up and matured like a good old piece of cheddar. They kind of go, hmm. You know what? Cheese strings are grim. They, they, are, they are grim. I'm not going to lie. If I, if I think, think that this is an ample time for me to move on to my next cheese-related talking point. Go ahead. And that is, you, you know it's a well-known thing uh, that people say that you can tell a lot about a person by the Nando's order, yeah? yeah well, yeah. I think you can tell a lot about a person by what strength cheddar they eat. That's you know? true. That is you've true. got your mild, you've got your mature, you've got your extra mature, and you've got your vintage. So, guys, what what do you think is well? What is your your go to cheddar choice? Uh, I'm going to turn to Sophia on this one because I know exactly. I know my. I've got a ranking depending on yeah. how well, I feel. I'm also. very specific with my cheese, right? And um, there's only a few that I like, but my favourite cheese of all time has got to be Tesco Everyday Value Grated Mozzarella. That's not cheddar, Inter- but okay. In- in- interesting choice. I don't like cheddar. Oh, I think we need mini cheddars. Disgusting. Controversial. I think this is this is this is the 1600s. We need a burner. 
I feel like Sophia's a bit of a child and, and showing like mild cheeses, you know, mm. just, 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 just put some milk I'm... in 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 the freezer, you know. <laughs> I don't really like milk. Cheese. I just don't drink milk because um, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's a bit weird. Really strong bones. I've never broken a bone in my life, William. Neither. What's your favourite cheese? I broke my little finger. Oh, that is <laughs> devastating. Wait, how did you break Wait. your little finger? Basically, we were at Pretzo in the lovely town of Southport, and God, I, 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 I required to use the, the lavatory. So I say to the Georgie so Rose, uh, my good sir, where is the, uh, <laughs> the finest lavatory in this establishment? He went, oh, it's upstairs, mate. And I was like, all right, thanks very much. <laughs> And as I ascended to the lavatory, uh, the tip of my toes just glanced on on the edge of the stair, and I tripped. And as, and as, and as anyone else would in, in the same situation, I reached my hands out, uh, yeah. you know, to, to brace the fall. Uh, and and somehow from that, I managed to break my little finger. Was it your left hand or your right hand? It was my right hand, and now my little finger clicks. Are you right there you go. I, I oh, in the oh, that, was, that was beautiful, that was. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, someone's, yeah. someone's been caught outside, I can hear. <laughs> someone's been it's caught. The feds. It's the feds, man. Team Be careful, years. everybody. They've been causing it. quite a ruckus. They have. They haven't been causing a ruckus here. However, <laughs> across the pond. That's a, that's a wee bit of a different story. <laughs> not Not liking what they're doing over there, my friend. I yeah. think it's quite um, interesting because now whenever my mum does something silly because she's a police officer, I just say ACAB and that's it. She's not silly anymore. It's like a it's like a sleeper word. <laughs> it's like a sleeper word. Your mum starts acting up and you go ACAB. She just stands I start a attention. little riot in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Take out all the pots and pans and start like... Banging, banging them together. them together. She has like PTSD. She starts fidgeting out <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> but I reckon if the riots were in England, I reckon David would have quite a good chance of survival because he has a very special knife. Whoa. Oh, indeed. indeed. Whoa. I do. It's next to my Bible because I'm uh, a, <laughs> a, a, a good American. Exactly. <laughs> As all Americans should have a knife or a gun happy. next to their Bible. Uh, I feel. I feel like for context uh, for the podcast, I should. I should give them. It is a dive knife uh, for diving, not for not for stabbing people, shanking fish, yeah. not people. For diving into crowds of rioters, <laughs> causing a ruckus. <laughs> diving into them scurvy Londoners in two thousand and eight. Jumping yeah. from your roof while you spend a little bit of time cleaning it. Stop judging me. I'm not from Doxy, you know. I'm mm. <laughs> not from Doxy, but we're still Doxia. <laughs> call out to all them Doxy lads. I learned a fun fact about Doxy yesterday. What did you learn, David? Did you know that Doxy is the old English word for prostitute? Well, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm really not surprised. <laughs> Spelled differently without the E, but you know, as I say, uh, across the world, doxy still a doxy. True. Um, <laughs> once a doxy, always a doxy. Once a doxy, always a doxy. Or oh, to be fair, they are quite cheap there, so you know. 
definitely haven't looked into it. <laughs> Speaking of that, is Will Godwin, the author of the Prostitutes Price Guide uh, 2020 edition. If you want a new prostitute prices, you can pick it up at all non-good bookstores because they don't sell it, they don't agree. So I just sell it on the side of the street at the uh, at the local market. So if you want to grab yourself a copy, hunt me down. <laughs> and and instead of being witch, like the like famous like witch magazine, it's just who? <laughs> who? And it gives you like a list of who you can shag for a cheap price. <laughs> If you want an STD, then you know go for the ones that cost like I don't know fifteen quid. If you want, like so a... well, well in this price guide is it listed alphabetically by name, <laughs> alphabetically by alias, ascending order of price, descending order of price, or is it sort of regional and then it's, within the regional it's, is it's it very is it the above? It's it's um it's very complex my grading structure. I I go oh. around the country. I. I seek out every every single doxy I can find, and I uh, I, I rate it off of price. Uh, so it goes oh. region, <laughs> alphabetical order because of it's region. An object. <laughs> <laughs> I rate That's it off of alphabetical. <laughs> I rate. It, I need to put like a disclaimer at the front of this. I need to do some actual work and effort to put a disclaimer at the front of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but, um, but yeah it goes off of alphabetical order of region so you know you go down the counties in alphabetical order and then within those counties it goes in ascending order of price from lowest to highest and then uh, if you've got like a similar price range so it'll be like you know fiver to a tenner tenner to 15 15 to 20 20 to 30 uh, 30 to about 45 and then 45 plus uh, and then within those <laughs> categories, we have it organised in alphabetical order. Uh, it's quite a thick book, considering it covers the entire country. It's got the at the end of every prostitute's name. It has the uh, the number for the pimp if you want to get in contact with them directly. Uh, there's also a complaint section at the back if you have any complaints. You can call the helpline. Uh, it's a free number to dial. And if you got any inquiries, the the website link is also on the back. So if you hunt me down, I'll get you a copy. Damn, that's uh, quite quite the uh, quite the magnum opus for a, for a self financed author such as yourself. Indeed. You know, without without any any big corporations backing the backing the project. I mean, man's gonna make money, but you know, to make money, you gotta spend money. That's a, it's a good ideal to have. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's uh, capitalism for you. It's capitalism, and apparently, oh. capitalism is the less broken system. Yeah, indeed. It is. So, so they say. So they say. Hopefully, that becomes true. But it well, is true. <laughs> I feel like David has a lot of um, knowledge about books since he is the son of a famous author. What's indeed. all that about? That that is the case. Uh, son of a famous author and arsonist, um, may I add. You, you may not add. Uh, <laughs> it was never proven. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> although it was the, the cause of a uh, of much hilarity, one PE lesson when come to school, um, you know, get get changed for PE as you do. Uh, bring out my my school PE top uh, to see that there is a giant hole uh, that's been tinged <laughs> at the back. Uh, from where it was incorrectly ironed by by the suspect, Miles himself. Exactly. So, 
yeah, but it, it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. That's that's how <laughs> that's how he rolls. Exactly, different strokes for different folks, as they say. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> yikes! That's a yikes from me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find a yikes little yikes. thing. I'm gonna find a yikes sound effect so I can just play it whenever there's like a. I'm also gonna get crickets for dead air. That's gonna be fun. I'm gonna search little sound bites and have them all laid out on the screen. Dead air. We need like a little remote thing, like someone Carly had in iCarly, the hit TV show. Oh, the one that made me want to kill myself. What doesn't make you want to kill yourself, though, Will? Sausage. Damn. Do love a good sausage. (laughs) Do love a good browhurst. On the Barbie? On the Barbie. Always on the Barbie. I'm grill master, you know it. And you got a little grill apprentice? I have. I am teaching you the young apprentice the ways of the what grill. What shoes does he wear to grill? He wear he's he prefers to go barefooted, but you know, occasionally he'll wear crocs. Um <laughs> the uh the choice of sliders is one for me. I do I do love do love wearing sliders as I grill. Very dad like. Very dad I have I have big dad vibes recently i I wore today because it was uh, very hot i wore uh, an entirely beige outfit (laughs) is it possible that that these dad vibes are sort of (laughs) a natural side effect of the fact that that it is is now nine months to the day since he started research for for your catalog of of doxies um you know well you say that I have been I have been contacted by thirty seven of said doxies. Thirty seven so far, wow. Thirty seven, yeah. Oh no, thirty seven out of two hundred and fifty six per one county. So it's, it's pretty good going, I'd say. Um, thirty seven in total out of the entire nation. So <laughs> I gotta say it, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. You know, I, I got it under control, but uh, thirty seven nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, will, will, it, will it's got a whole fleet of Michael Phelpses? I do. I do. He's I, a bit like them men who marry a lot of women and have a haram. That's what Will's got. What do you mean? I am not Indian. You cannot prove I'm Indian. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> we need a fat disclaimer. <laughs> fat disclaimer. I'm going to have to make an audio block and put a fat disclaimer. Right, right. Take it out in post. Take it out in post. I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to audio edit. <laughs> oh my. Use Viva Video for your editing. Oh, Windows Movie Maker. Hell yeah. <laughs> Microsoft Paint. Microsoft. Oh. David, have you ever edited a video? I have. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a, a, a very successful YouTube channel. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, I say very successful. I, I had a. I, I have created a few videos. I can't remember any of them. They're not that memorable. I'm going to go have a look now. I can remember one of them. It's the classic um, D-Boy send for Isaac Newton. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, oh. A, that was a bell, that was. It's a yeah, hit I... rap song. It is a hit rap song. Asking about wave or particle, whichever yeah. will it be. It is. <laughs> Sometimes it, it, it does get stuck it. in my head. Oh, wow. See, I've actually um, I've actually privated all of my videos uh, to you know just in case uh, I say something in any of them, 
which in five years, you know, leads to leads to the the cult of of, of Twitter haters uh, sign <laughs> that they want to cancel me. You know, because who knows what's going to be a politically correct twenty twenty five. Well, at least yeah. if you as long as you're not doing a Shane Draw Dawson and making jokes about eating your cat. Like, oh no, yeah. it was not eating your cat. It was fucking your cat. It's true. Okay. Although I, I have. Um, I have done a diss track on on Isaac Newton, uh, but do, do, do either of you know the uh, the other musical number which I was uh, involved in the production of? Uh, although know. although I do not provide the vocals, I I don't. I am not aware. I feel like I should be, but I am not aware. This video is my most successful, and it was only public for three days, and it got two hundred eighty-seven views. Oh wow! Um, <clears> yeah. It's, it's it's pretty good, uh, and that is because it is a Minecraft parody of of that hit song Old Town Roads. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, it's... You're on you're on the level of reptile. I can't remember her name, but I just I just remember the fact that she was called a reptile, and she did like a collab with Grande, and they did Old Town Road, but it was up there. It was like your song and then Grande's song. If I remember right. Yeah, now. it's it's class. The best thing is, is that there's like some <clears throat> like eight year old who is like who who commented his own uh, old town roads Minecraft lyrics parody, um, and and I, I'd commented on another video. Uh, uh, any 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 commented that he'd found my channel uh, from an epic comment that I'd left elsewhere, <laughs> and he thought, oh, I'll I'll check him out. And he saw that I'd uploaded 16 hours ago. Cool. Nice song. Uh, I'm guessing this kid was I feel like you're like an inspiration to that kid. <sighs> Me too. I feel like I just really speak to the people. You know, I very rarely speak <laughs> on the public platform of my YouTube channel. But when I do, you know, I feel like... It's a message that everyone exactly. should hold. It achieves what it tries to achieve. Um I can imagine this small American kid going, "Hey, you uploaded sixteen hours ago. Hey, that's cool. Let uh, me just so post cool. my entire Minecraft parody song into the comments. I hope he notices." <laughs> yeah. And then you go, "Hey, nice lyrics," and he goes, "Oh my god, he noticed." Notice me, senpai. That's what literally every American child sounds like, if I remember rightly. Yeah, you know there was in fact a plan after the um, after the diss track release uh, last summer for a YouTube collaboration between myself and uh, the kind lady Yosphere, who who is who is your co-host on the podcast, Indeed. but it, it 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 never it never got out of pre-production, yeah. this, which really podcast, is a shame. If this podcast gets to um, t- like you know fifteen starts, which is very high. <laughs> Will you indeed carry out with that collab once this lockdown is finished? I think so because it it was going to be a Minecraft let's play, wasn't it, Sphere? It really was. Yeah. That's the reason I actually got Discord. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so, we are twenty three minutes in. Please start, just start this podcast. Like you've started it, keep going because we need these fifteen <laughs> starts. I want this to happen. Yeah, I <laughs> mean there, the there are. There are plans, you know, in the works for a new Minecraft server when the new version comes out. Oh, it yeah. should be soon. So that that may be an, an opportune 
Are you going to do like a like a start. like a you know what the streamers did with the SMP Live? Oh, I've absolutely no idea. You're just going to make a server and just be like, "Yep, here we go," and just pretty much. Just, is it going to be like an anarchy server, or have you not thought that far yet? Uh, no, it's just going to be you know SMP with just just the boys. Um, right. You know, yeah. I mean, the last surf we had, the the, the aforementioned Old Town Roads Marker Party was was conceived as an, as an advert to the surf, and it worked to to great effect. Oh, wow. uh, although, although there was a, a private server, you know, it was just to get get everyone hyped for it. Uh, there have been discussions of upping our game, uh, going for an EP uh, of, of Minecraft related <laughs> content before for the next server launch, but. But who knows? Who I knows? reckon that if you launch the EP for this Minecraft server, you will literally be over. You'll have to buy an external server to just house it and like put it on, because I reckon like, that's just going to attract so many like participants to your server. So finally, like, this is where it was made. Oh my god! I'll finally be cool. We'll finally have reached K double O. Cool, cool. <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta find loads of sound bites for it. I'm gonna. I've gotta. Soundbite. <laughs> that's what I gotta. That's my next mission. Soundbite. Sophia, you're gonna help me in my quest for soundbites. You're just gonna sit there doing nothing. I am quite soundbitey. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <A little> snack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go to a restaurant, order three sound bites. They just come and clap at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! I believe that that's exactly what I'm referring to. That's exactly, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go to like Macca's and be like, "Hey, yo, hit me with the uh, three sound bites and a, uh, a can bite. I have a a, a muck sound bite, please? Muck sound bite, please." <laughs> although although that, that that may not be possible as the aforementioned uh, establishment of McDonald's is only returning with uh, the limited menu. Um, mm, that is a problem. Maybe they'll add McSoundbites to the limited menu. Are you a do. big fan of McDonald's, David? Uh, I'm I'm legally required to say yes. Uh, oh yeah. As, oh. as as an employee, so. If you uh, weren't legally required, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Not like an executive's going to hear this. Uh, can, can I call my lawyer first before I <laughs> Are you? Just what do you do all. at McDonald's? Do you cook hamburger? Do you or just do you stand you... there and flip, or do you stand there um, and look beautiful? No, I, I just, I just, I just do the, do the work. You know, I, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't do much in the kitchen. You know, it's, it's not my vibe. I just like. Now, if 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 someone were to come in, uh, for example, and order like a, a a milkshake, as one may do if they're in the mood for a milkshake on a hot summer's day, that may pop up on my screen. One milkshake, and I may go, oh, someone wants a milkshake, and so so I'll make a milkshake. You know? <laughs> Have you ever had a customer that has come in and you actually thought, like, what is going on in this person's head? Uh, I have actually. Um, uh, several times, so there's like a few few anecdotes. We have the time. Care to share? Uh, we have one the time. of them. One, 
Maybe a, a customer came through the drive-through, uh, and so I, you know, I was on headset. I was like, "Good evening, welcome to South McDonald's. What can I get for you today?" Uh, and they're like, "Come a Big Mac with no chocolate, please." <laughs> and at, and at, fir- at first, I thought I'd be said, so I went, "Pardon, sir." And he went, "Come a Big Mac with no chocolate, please." And and I was like, "Sure, you know, because you don't, you, you don't, you don't want to question it." So Big Mac with no chocolate. Big Mac with no chocolate, you know. Um, that's just. I can imagine the challenges you went through to make this, this Big Mac with no chocolate. You just made a Big Mac, but you couldn't put the chocolate in. Well, you see, see, because I was taking orders, I don't even have to make it. But oh, like, right, say, say someone like wants a Big Mac with no lettuce. You just press Big Mac, and then you press no, and then you press lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> if, someone, if someone were to want something very complicated, like. Garlic mayo instead of Big Mac sauce. You have to press uh, Ask Me, in which case someone from the kitchen will be like, "What's the Ask Me?" and you'll be like, "You'll tell them what it is." Um, so I just put an Ask Me. Um, well, I, I could have just put the normal one, but I thought it'd just be really funny for someone to say, "What's the Ask Me?" I'd say, "No chocolate." <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was a fun one. The other fun orders. Was it was a no chocolate? Ex- exactly. Exactly. The other, the other funny one that, that springs to mind uh, was a group of, of young teenage ruffians. Uh, <laughs> Stuff is worst. As you often find in, 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 in the establishment in which I work. Uh, and as I'm sure you're aware, uh, recently, uh, the McDonald's Corporation has uh, made it possible to order, order things on your phone. Um, that's their first problem. And, exactly. And in order to give customers you know the full range of choice and you know whatever that they need um you're also able to to make all the changes that you'd want so like no pickles or no you know if, if, if you're gluten free you know no bun you know That's um and so um these the, these comedians i should refer to them <laughs> this one onwards uh decided to pay however much a quarter pounder of cheese is for a quarter pounder of cheese with no bun, no meat patty, no lettuce, no onion, no ketchup, no mustard, no pickle. Uh, so they paid four pounds something, I think, for two slices of cheese in a box. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, and, this is the peak of comedy. And for this, they also requested table service. And so with, 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 with my box of two cheese slices in my hand, I went over and I delivered it to them. Um, I bet you needed to go to the gym to like be able to lift that up. It must be quite a heavy box. Excessive order. It was intense, and of course, they were the comedians when they'd ordered it. But you could just tell that the way uh, I carried the cheese, the sort of <laughs> the elegance that I lifted it with, you know, you could tell that really I was the comedian that moment because they, they were all laughing at me. Um, no, David, so, they were laughing with you. That's true. They were laughing with me, uh, but really, uh, they're the ones who, who lost out because they they spent four pound something or however much a quarter pound with cheeses for a quarter pound with cheese, but but just the cheese. Um, See, I paid I paid four pound something for about a quarter pound worth of cheese, uh, but it was like high highly expensive cheese. So I've just arrived. Uh, another cheese-related anecdote from my uh, exciting life. So, Will, you you, you will remember this. 
Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you will. Oh, you won't remember, it, but you'll you may remember an aspect of it because it was in a GCSE English either mock exam or exam. Oh fuck! Uh, and the question uh, was about a particular cheese company called the Snowdonia Cheese Company. Oh god, uh, this fucking question! Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And like, but like, you see, I, I had an issue in that exam because the Snowdonia Cheese Company is the mastermind behind my favourite cheese of all time, uh, <laughs> Black Bomber Snowdonian Cheddar. But that uh, is if, if any of you, you lovely listeners out there, have never tried uh, Snowdonia Cheese Company Black Bomber Cheddar, I, I urge you to, I can to go, to, go to your local store and give it a try. I know they sell it at the, uh, the Mars Heads Butchers. Butchers? Butchers. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. little, little plug there for, for my man, Mr. Mars Head. And also, they sell out the uh, the canal side uh, cafe and farm shop. Uh, so, a little shout out to to them as well. You know, you support your small businesses, support the small exactly. especially, especially in these in these tough times. Um, I can vouch for that. Their cheese is dank. Like, yeah, I, mean, so, I went to Wales with my cousin. We just ordered like so much of that cheese. And yeah, my uncle was exactly. like, "What are you doing with all this cheese?" I was like, Half an me, hour and my, into me and my cousin looked him dead the into the eye. Talking about Wales. It's just incredible, like honestly, because I remember the first time I remember the first time I ever tasted this cheese, because as a family of, of book lovers, as was discussed uh, previously, uh, myself, my parents, and often often my grandparents to make an annual pilgrimage to the Welsh village of, of Hay on Wye, which is you know named as as the town of books, as they have about twenty five second hand bookshops. Yep. Yeah, it may sound sad to all of you, but uh, all you listeners at home. It's a beautiful but little town. It's, it's a beautiful little little town, and I've been there many a time. You know, it's a it's, it's a very special place. Uh, but on, on the way to Hay and Y, much closer to Hay and Y than, than Stafford, of course, there's a small establishment uh, off the side of off the side of the beaten track uh, called the Cheese Farm, um, which is a little 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 business, uh, a farm one one may say, um, where they just sell cheese. And so we stopped off there one time because big family of cheese lovers, cheese farm, you know, it's like it's meant to be. And uh, and and of course that they only sell cheese and cheese related items, some of which they make themselves. But they had this uh, this black bomber on one of them little taster trays, and I was like, oh, could, you know, can I try some? They're like, of course, you know, because that's the marketing tactic. You try it, you like it, you buy it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just how it is and i tried it and I just, I just fell in love with this cheese you know uh that that, that was my first first love uh, what first does it taste time. like can you explain to me the it whole is... tasting experience for us i've never had it and well, i'm quite intrigued by this cheese well i think that really when it comes to cheese you have to split this review of the cheese into into two or maybe maybe three not as much of a, a catalogue as my catalogue, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, this this is just very rudimentary uh, amateur cheese cataloguing system, one may say. Um, but the texture, first of all, it's it's quite a creamy cheese, you know? Just the way it feels in your mouth is quite creamy, and it's quite crumbly as well. So you can't cut it thin, so you have to get, like, a decent... You have to get a nice chunk of it. Chunk. But it's just the texture. It just falls apart and melts in your mouth, you know? It's just perfect. The taste... It's just I can't even describe it. It is just mm. 
You have to eat it. To <laughs> you, you, know, you have to, you have to eat it. It's the taste of God. You know? God in cheese form. Cheese Jesus. 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 One way to describe it as. But it's just, the most, it's just the most beautiful, um, mature, well, same mature, vintage. I think it's matured for at least 24 months. Yeah, it's... Um, it's 24 months. And and I think the third part review, when it comes to artisan cheeses such as some of the only cheese companies, uh, Black Farm and Vintage Cheddar, is uh, is the ease of access and like the finish. And Black Bomber, it is, you know, they have the wax over it, mm. uh, keep it preserved. It is just black. It's very clean, very crisp. But the key thing is that that wax just slides off, uh, which with yeah. some cheeses, you that, that doesn't happen, or, or you have a bit of a rind that you have to cut off, and that that really grinds my gears. You know, if I want to have if I want to have some cheese, I don't want to have to waste time, you know, removing the wax or removing the rind. And it wastes cheese as well. Exactly, it's stuck to the wax. It's stressful because you have you, you're stressing about losing out on on that full portion of cheese. You just, just want to eat it. You don't want to sit there for like five minutes removing this wax. You just want to get to it. Exactly, and so Black, Black Bomber, Black Bomber gets five stars out of five stars, and all three counts. You know, it's the most elite cheese that I have ever tasted. Uh, Considering you're not doing any, uh, well, I can only assume you're not doing any exams during this time. May I recommend writing a book about cheese? Or have may, you already may, done that? I mean, perhaps I'll put it on the. On, on the bucket list, you know, I feel like I've not tasted enough cheese to really write uh, an informed uh, encyclopedia of places to go of the food type. In fact, I've just realised that uh, I went off on a complete tangent from the main story to discuss <laughs> the intricacies of Black Farmer. So, returning to the main story, there was an exam question uh, about about Black about Sedoni Cheese Company, and so I was just sat there for the entire exam, just dreaming about oh, Black Bomber cheese. Just salivating. I can't um, remember what I wrote, but I'm pretty sure it was very patriotic. I can't remember. What, the only thing I didn't even I, do that question. The only thing I remember writing in English exams was a 40 marker about school shooting. Oh, I um, oh, what did I write? I wrote something about... Well, clearly I didn't write very well because I keep saying that I've written or written. I keep, I keep using that <laughs> as my everyday language. But um, I've written... I write I write about it. But I'm pretty sure I wrote about some kid that was malnourished, trapped in the north, like in Bradford. He just lived in like this one bedroom flat with like six of his family and he was just malnourished and they had no food. And and then they, everyone started rioting because there was like no food. And then they were all communists. That was when I was going through my massive communist phase. Damn, um, you just predicted the future, right? So everyone's communist? Bro. We can only hope so. <laughs> me, me, and uh, me and my good friend Will, um, Will T. We should name him. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to dox him that much because if people are listening, they might know. But uh, he bought a, a copy. A... <laughs> he bought a copy of the Communist Manifesto uh, into school, and he started preaching it. So <laughs> I, I stood up and I was. I preached it with him. I was like, "Yes, brother, let's go." And then I've got a funny story teacher, about that. The head teacher. Um, dragged us into his office after this kid <laughs> disagreed with us on one point and we started surrounding him and started shouting in his face, jump around. And the head teacher dragged us in and was like, 
not very good, is it? And it was like, but sir, we're trying to tell people about <laughs> communism. This is important. Uh, and then he let us go. The other day, right? I was looking through my camera roll, Google Photos, of course, back everything up. And it got to like a couple of years ago, like year 10, year 11, maybe. And I found a picture and it was obviously a Snapchat I'd sent to someone. And um, it had one of the little black bars, a little caption on, right? And I read the little caption on the picture. I thought, hmm, who have I, who did I send this to? Because the caption said, hi, I'm Will's friend and I'm a communist. And now it's just clicked that that must have gone to the good old Will T. <laughs> communist, little communist best going on. You. <laughs> so, Will, if you're listening to this, um, send me a little Snapchat. <laughs> I don't think he's even still communist anymore. I think he's like, <laughs> I don't even know what he is. <laughs> he's running him. around feral these days. Indeed, Isn't that yeah. everyone? Everyone's an anarchist <laughs> all of a sudden, aren't they? No, uh, it's like when you leave your Sims unattended and they're just sort of running around. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I think that's a very, um, very basic way of looking at it, Sophia. You leave your Sims you. unattended. Yeah, I do God, want to go to politics, so. God's just quickly gone to the toilet or something and forgot to pause the game. <laughs> And um, went AFK in twenty twenty started, and all the Sims are just just running around, just uh, peacefully protesting. Very peaceful. Yeah, I don't see why peacefully they're peacefully protesting, protesting over here, but uh, but okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> what made me laugh was um, I have a secret second Twitter for all my political stuff, and I saw the good old Joe Biden. Who, if you're not familiar with, he's some sort of American. And he didn't look. Shouldn't <laughs> he, he uh, make out like on stage with his granddaughter or something? Um... No, I don't think it was his granddaughter, but it's like it was just a, a young girl or something. And yeah, like normally you just like shake someone's hand or something, but Joe Biden thought that it would be uh, <laughs> an appropriate gesture to to give the young, the young child a kiss. Um. Or more of a neck, you know. What I mean? Yeah, it was it was it was quite worrying. I mean, I mean, the other big big Joe Biden whoopsie uh, was, was, of course, as, as I'm sure all the listeners are aware, he's, he's running for president. Uh, <laughs> before before he started running for president, he was running to be the Democratic candidate for president. Uh, but uh, we will get to that as well because because that, that's the other thing. But but it, it, it was it was one of his first speeches where he was like announcing. That he was running for president or running for, uh, to be a presidential candidate, uh, and and he seemed to forget the fact that he was running for president uh, because in his speech he said that he he was running for for senator, um, you know, which of course he he already is. Um, uh, my knowledge of American politics is very limited in that frame because I don't care for it as much. I, I care for it as as the you know take the piss. But I don't care for it to look into like how it works. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that senator is a bum licker of the president. Am I right? Um, this, well, effectively, so you know how in the UK we have the House of Lords and the House and the House of Commons that make yeah. a parliament, uh, and the House of Lords is technically the higher house. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. However, it's not because the 2011 fixed it. Not uh, I can't remember what it was. It's 2011. 
that said House of Lords effectively no longer has any power to stop legislation because if it just keeps blocking a law that the House of Commons keeps trying to put through for a year, then it automatically gets put through anyway. So it, yeah. it, it like, means that the House of Lords is basically useless. In America, the Senate is the higher house and the House of Representatives is the lower house. However, unlike in the UK where the House of Lords is not full of elected officials, both the Senate and the House of Representatives are entirely elected officials. Hashtag uh, democracy. Uh, oh, I'm going to sidetrack now, but technically America is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Um, Fuck you, America, trying to put democracy in everyone's fucking governments and not being a democracy. It's okay, we're not a democracy either. We're a constitutional monarchy yep. with a parliamentary system. Even though um, the monarch has been taken down by Anonymous recently, as I've learned, I still kind of want to keep the monarch because I don't want to become an America. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like the fact that we got a prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the the Senate though. The reason everyone says that the Senate loves Trump is because the Senate has a Republican majority in, whereas House of Representatives oh, in okay. twenty eighteen achieved a, a Democrat uh, majority. Whereas from twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen, the Republicans had a majority in the House and the Senate, which meant that basically, if if Trump wanted a law passed, um, like, yeah. You know, the Democrats have no way of stopping it. And that's why a lot of his more controversial stuff happened in the first half of his presidency compared to now. Hmm. Um, well, you learn something new every day, kids. You don't need to go to yeah. school for politics. Go to Dave. However, the, the, Senate, it's, the Senate elections, although, although people are elected, the elections can be quite one-sided in the Senate because a third of the Senate is elected at any one time because they serve six-year terms. So every two years, a third of the Senate is up for re-election. But obviously, depending on what seats are up for re-election, it can be like really Republican-sided or really Democrat-sided. Because if of the 15 or so seats up for grabs, 12 of them are Democrat seats, that means that the Democrats have got to defend 12 seats. On your Uh, feet, lose your seat. Exactly. (laughs) So... um, I don't know which which side's going to be fighting this this November, this fall coming this fall. Um, oh well, in the Senate, America, but, my friend. Yeah, I'm quite worried for the American election to be honest, because I don't think either candidate's particularly good. Well, the system was broken from the start, is what I say. Never was going to work. But you were saying about Joe Biden and uh, his little antics. Yeah, he posted on Twitter and he was like, if you had voted for a different president, this wouldn't have been happening. So I think in his little head, he thinks that if people vote for him, he'll be able to build a time machine and undo the slave trade and we can all live in happiness. As as we all know, if you've considered voting for anyone else, you're not black. Um... (laughs) Oh yeah, he was inspired by that little family guy gag, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, I can't. I can't believe he said that, and he's got away with it. Especially with with all this, all, all, all these antics going on in the states. Um, Indeed, I, I think uh, I think it's time uh, it's for because, Joe it's Biden because the, it's because the majority of American registered Democrats uh, have have uh, big double standards uh, when it comes to getting Trump out of the White House. Uh, wasn't hashtag it's... Trump resign trending? 
And uh... yeah, you see that, that, you see that that's a sh- that's even more stupid than anything else because but if Donald Trump resigns, Mike Pence becomes the president of the United States. And if you hate, if you don't like Trump, you you would hate Mike Pence. He is the one that's actually homophobic and racist of the he, two of them. He's not the alleged one. Trump's, Trump's the actual paedophile here, not Mike Pence, the alleged one. Trump's an alleged homophobe and racist. Mike Pence is an actual homophobe and racist. Also, also, the other thing is that people accuse Trump of being of like doing nothing to sort of protect lives in America when it comes to gun laws, but a lot of people don't realise that Trump's actually anti-Second Amendment and that he's against the ownership of guns. But he understands that as president, if he were to to ban guns, you know, especially being a Republican candidate, he bans guns, his chances of re-election go out the window. And even if that wasn't part of it, you're going to annoy such a a huge percentage of of the American people by doing it uh, when, you know, many people would say that guns aren't the problem in the first place. Um, and, and honestly, I, I I think that the current antics in in the United States have proved more than anything that the bloody Americans are the problem. Because I mean, when it comes to guns, I mean, the argument everyone uses is Switzerland because it has the highest rate of, of gun ownership in the world, one of the no, lowest homicide rates. So it's like yeah, we can do euthanasia in Switzerland. So if you, you want to buy some machine gun in a bloody what is it service station for one hundred and thirty nine euro. Yeah, but and but the other thing is that like so you've got these riots going on in the states because you know but they all start as peaceful protests you know and there are peaceful protests going on in, in Canada UK Germany yeah there's no riots there you know it's it's just well, just America being different um, America's, America's always got to be bigger and better not like other girls America America's <laughs> that America's that one that you like you know you find a fitty in the club you look over and you're like I'm gonna make my move. And then America's the ugly friend that comes in and goes, uh-huh, you're going to make a move, huh? You can't, you got to come from me if you got to make a move, huh? And yeah, America's the fickle friend that you have to get your friend to go for as a wingman. But no one actually wants to go for America. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. That's why we gave them our language. I mean, the thing that Americans have got going for them, though, is, is that they're the rich ones, aren't they? They're like the slightly, slightly ugly girl, but they've got, they got the rich parents. Yeah, so true. you're kind of willing to kind of willing to be friends with them for just for the benefits. Like um, personality of America, maybe like two out of ten. Looks, maybe no, like no, no, no. Per- three out of ten. We're not using the the schlong sized personality scale in this situation either. This is <laughs> this is the brain cell sized personality trait. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's what that's what demographic I'm using right now. Different personality scale for different folks. Indeed. David, your, your personality is a... I'm, I'm going to use the inverse one, so your personality is 10, so you've got massive long. Thank okay. you so much. Confirmed here, ladies and gentlemen. Good personality, good slong. Help David. That's what I'm saying. His girlfriend locked in the house as well, so a bit lonely, you know? <laughs> True, you know. Um... It's, it's it's a sad time, you know. But if if you want me, just dial nine 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 and ask for ask for Big Dave, you know. They'll teleport to your location. Exactly. Probably down David Alexander Boy. This is where the cricket sound effect would be very good. It's completely dead. <laughs> well, no, because he's a very skilled. 
Right. Do you know what I'm thinking? What are his skills other than American politics? But he he, he has a little trick, right? Hmm. He can dive. He has little licenses. I do. I, do I, 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 I don't have a fishing license. However, I, I, I've been lionfish hunting. So, Ooh. yeah. Check me out. That's, that's, that's very nice. It is. You get a spear and you shank them because they're little vermin. <laughs> you, you're only allowed to shank certain fish, though, aren't you? Or are you allowed to shank yeah, all I mean, No, I mean, you're not supposed to shank any fish, but the lionfish are literally the exception to the rule because <laughs> they, they, they naturally live in the Indian Ocean and the, and the Pacific Ocean uh, where they have, like, big, scary other, shit, other fish that, that hunt them and eat them. Um However, you know, humans being humans, we decided to build the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal. Cool, and these, little, these, these little fish were like, oh, these little lionfish were like, oh, you know, just keep swimming, just keep swimming through the canal. And, and thus they entered the, the Caribbean and the Mediterranean, where there are no natural predators and they just eat everything. Um, and so, so lion fishing is acceptable. Yeah, if you if you see a lionfish when you're diving in either of those, you usually have to report it to to, to the man in charge of the dive center. And normally, you know, him and someone else will pop down with a spear and a net and try and kill it. So, or you can just pop down with an underwater glock. Uh, I mean, solve the problem. <laughs> That's my glock sound, and I'm actually very knowledgeable in guns and warfare because I was in fact in the army for a week. As you keep mentioning, you've yeah. also played CSGO once. Uh, more than once. Yes. She played, oh, oh, that's more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> you way too slow for it. It doesn't, it doesn't mean. Well, I only discovered actually on CSGO the other day that it has sound, which is quite exciting, a good little addition to the game. Yeah, it's almost like it, 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 it's quite an essential part, really. It's almost like um, you need sound to hear what's going on in the battlefield. What is there to hear, though? Well, the, the sound clip, terrorists win or counter-terrorists win, that's, the, that's iconic. That's, that's, a bitch, that's literally the whole... That's what made the game popular. That, that, those very lines. Not the fact that it was very successful. David, if I remember I, I rightly, think... don't you have a story about uh, a certain Counter-Strike situation? I have many stories about Counter-Strike situation. What's the specific the, one the that you... The specific one involves your cousin, if I remember rightly. Uh, and a certain air transportation centre. Oh, good lord. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, Counter-Strike Global Offensive is a game which pits uh, terrorists versus counter-terrorists. Uh, various... Various arenas called maps. Um, Bit like uh, real as, life. Exactly, exactly. As I'm sure you're aware, and uh, you know, the terrorists have to plant the bomb. The cat terrorists have to either stop them or defuse the bomb. Um, and that's background of the game. Background of me and my cousin uh, is that he's my cousin, um, which means that that we share share a grandparent. Um, uh, and. Well, share two grandparents, really. Yeah, share a set of grandparents. Um, I've had parents and siblings, one may say. Um, and 
you know, this means, well, the issue here is that the, one of the grandparents which we, we, we share lives in, lives, lives in a foreign land called France, oh. you know, distant place. So if you want to visit them, visit her, you know, shout out to Nana Sue. Um, you got to hop on a, hop on a plane. Um, and so me and Jack hopped on a plane. Uh, this time I had a laptop. I took the laptop with me. I had Counter Strike Global Offensive downloaded on, on the laptop, um, so so I could play it in France. Uh, and and my cousin, you know, wanted to play it on route to France. Um, ah. Well, well, this wasn't an issue on on the way out. You know, all was going, all was going well. On the way back, uh, we were quite early for our for our flight, returning from La Rochelle to uh, East Midlands. Uh, so we just sat in in the lobby. Um, anyone who's ever been to France or many other European countries will know that airport security in, in these con- in these countries are equipped with assault rifles. Uh, nice. In France, in, in France, they're they're equipped with with the FAMAS. Uh, it's they're it's also equipped with these said guns at boat ports as well. So be careful. Yeah, uh, but so 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 my, my my young cousin was was sat. Well, I was sat with my young cousin in the. Uh, in in the airport while he's playing CS, as previously mentioned in in CS:GO, uh, he has to plant the bomb, and he decides to turn around and explain quite loudly to me uh, that he's just planted the bomb um, <laughs> right as two two French military, French armed airport security walked behind us, and and they gave us us the dirtiest look uh, ever, uh, and yeah. Oh my god! Did they shoot him or? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, uh, that, that's why I'm I'm such a, a big big proponent of a uh, of the A cab movement. Now, no, he's he's they 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 just like sort of shifted the, the barrel of the gun a little bit, like a uh, you know. Watch if it yourself. was anything like, other than white, like... that would have been a different story. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's that's quite a controversial statement, I think, there, Sophia. <sighs> Um, I mean, my friend. Am I wrong? Oh yeah, go on. Are you wrong? No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Callum? My friend Callum. Um, it's not as it's not as great story, but um, it's a story nonetheless. He was uh he was playing GTA with me this one night, and we met this Scottish guy, and uh, the Scottish guy made a little joke, and he was like. Oh, if I was one of them Muslims, you know, blowing up cars wouldn't be so bad. I'd be a bit better at it. And uh, I kind of just go go quiet. The, the entire mic goes quiet. And Callum goes, ah, you know what? I'm a Muslim. You can say that's fine. It's fine. So he, he, the Scottish guy just got the Muslim seal of approval. Just get a Muslim to approve it. That's That's the moral of the story. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you very much. Get your, I feel blessed, blessed your, to have heard those words. Get your local Muslim to approve any bomb jokes you make. Is what I'm I've to made say. a couple of good Muslim jokes but um, in my lifetime, but I'm a very funny person anyway. Maybe the funniest person to exist. If anyone has any tips on how to lower someone's ego, please send them to me. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> it is a great problem that I face when trying to. Not with your this. ego. I don't have an ego. In fact, I don't have anything to my name. Anyway. You have a fully beige outfit. That's got to count for something. I have dad. That's what I have going for me. I have dad. He has 37 prostitutes got in contact with me saying that I might 
be Bob. <laughs> Might be. Might be. Anyway. What would you name all oh. 37 of them? Oh, oh God. Here we go. Right, so I name Gary, 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 and Gary for the first five because obviously we're running out of Gary's. Then I name one Keith, uh, John, uh, Paul. Got to keep those names in circle. Then I name another one Keith. Then I will name another one. Uh, what would I name it? I don't know, probably a Bob or something. Robert. Keep it classy. Keep it white. Uh, then one Tyrone. Um, <laughs> From Cecil. Yes. Cecil the Caterpillar. Because Cecil is one of the of of the thirty six baby names that are at risk of going extinct in the UK. Cecil, Cecil. I'll name three. Alongside, alongside Tracy, Wayne, Roy. Oh no! Get rid of the Waynes. Nigel. I don't (laughs) name Nigel as well. Dennis. Wait. Do you you have thirty seven kids? Yeah. Yeah. I can just name there, there, there's, there's 36 names on the list, I so you just need one more. Tyrone. That's not going out of date. Tyrone? Yeah, Tyrone. That's, that's, that's not on the list. I can confirm. Sorted. That, that. Are there any on this list that deserves to go extinct? Clarence. Is that on the list? It is. David, you will not go anywhere near my child called Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence will remain Bertram. Bertram. Oh, is that even a name? Yes, a, it is. And if you'd watched um, Jesse with Debbie Ryan, the one and only, you'll know that there's a character in that called Bertram. And Bertram, is, Bertram is a Germanic given name and surname uh, from the Germanic terms for Bright and Raven. Why, why wouldn't you want to be called Bright Raven? I know, could you not gay? Well, it's actually Pride Month, so you can't actually be homophobic this month. I mean, you can. It's just you'll get slapped. I mean, I <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm homophobic any month, then I'll get slapped. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I think, I think because we've hit an hour, I think we're going to have to end it there before we uh, delve deep into the hole. Wow, what, what, a, what a fast hour it has been. Indeed it has. Thank um, you for joining us on the podcast, David Alexander. No it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being such gracious and wonderful hosts. You're welcome. We are working on a bit, be- bit of a better setup to make my audio a bit more crisp, crisp and clean. Crisp and clean. Um, we didn't have any response for making a Twitter account last time, so none will be made, my friends, <laughs> unless you tell me it's not going to happen. You know. <laughs> It's, it's, it's how it is <laughs> so but thank you very much for listening thank you david for being here it's been very eventful um i'm a sorry it's drunk. a day late as well everybody Indeed, sorry it's a day late so fear is slacking off and he died hashtag fear is cancelled um, cancelled again oh, hashtag no. fear is over party um, is not over but uh but yeah we'll uh we'll see you next week my friends Bye.